Hi, welcome to Lead with Love podcast. I'm your host, Christy, and I am super thrilled to be sharing conscious content that I know will be a game changer for you in your life. Every aspect of our journey requires growth for change so that we can evolve into our best selves. And in each one of these episodes, we're going to lead with the intention to water our souls, feed our minds, and inspire ourselves to love more and deeper. It's so important that we begin to love where we've been, love where we are, and love where we are growing. I am so pumped up for this. You have so much inside of you, so much inside of you that is waiting, that is waiting to come out and to be seen. If you want to have an extraordinary life, then you have to do extraordinary things. You can't continue to be complacent in your life. If you ignore the health, if you ignore that you're putting bad stuff into your mouth, if you're putting bad stuff into your mind, if you're putting bad stuff into your household, if you're putting bad stuff into your finances, if you're putting bad stuff, you're not paying attention in your spirituality and you're not giving back, well, guess what's going to happen? Nothing. It's going to go backwards. You can't expect for your life to go forward if you are not showing up in your life. And it doesn't mean Just like Tesla wasn't built overnight, the Taj Mahal wasn't overnight, nothing happens overnight. No such thing as an overnight success. And if there is, most of them fell very quickly because they didn't put in the time and the energy and and the failures that is required for sustained success, right? The fact that you're going to get there is all that matters. I don't care how long it takes because the person that you become in the journey of getting there is what matters most. It's not the, it's not the title. It's not the car. It's not the money. It's not the fortune. It's not the fame. It's none of it. All of that is a gift. It's a blessing. It is wonderful, but that's not what it's about. I want to see the man or woman you become in the process. When you get rejected and you get up, when your team, all your team quits and you build new ones, when those team quits and then you build new ones, when the company struggles and have failures and it sets us back and you continue on, when your families have struggles, when you lose people, when you lose yourself, I want to see you rise and you're stronger and you're better and you're bolder and you're braver than you've ever possibly could have been before because you stayed the course. You didn't quit. You weren't on the bench. You were in the field. You were on the field. You were in the court. See, until you can get over one of the first steps of rejection, right? The first steps of growth. See, I think when I was growing up, um, I remember these stories. Some of you may have heard this story before, maybe not, but I remember, you know, I had a dream to be in a beauty pageant and, um, I had met my real father when I was 10 years old and, um, you know, it was, it, it was, I thought it was going to be like a fairy tale experience and what a beautiful man. He's now passed away a, a, about four or five years ago, but, um, he, he was kind of like a Chevy's chase. So he brought a lot of fun and laughter into my life, but his, his ex-wife at the time didn't like me. Um, and her mother didn't like me as well. But one thing I had always dreamed of doing was being in a beauty pageant. And um, I was visiting um, my uh, step-grandmother one day and she was ironing and I had the comics opened and I was looking at the comics and I saw an ad for the Miss Junior Kansas America pageant 
And I was so excited because this was the first time I was going to be able to live my dream and become a beauty queen. And I looked, jumped up and I looked at her and I said, oh my gosh, this is my dream. I want to do this. This is, this is everything. This is what I've been looking for. And she looks down at me with evil in her eyes. And she says, pageants are only for pretty girls and you are not pretty. And here I was, this little girl who literally sank. Without her knowing, I sat down back with my comic newspaper and the tears fell down from my face and hit the paper. And I was silent and I went home and I went to my room. Once I went back to my mom's house, closed the door, slammed the door, went to my bed and cried. And she comes storming in and she says, baby, what's wrong with you? And I said, no, mom, it's okay. She said, you tell me what's wrong with you. And I told her what happened. And the one thing, if some of you don't know my mama, the one thing you'll know is she was like Aaron Brockovich on steroids, okay? You didn't mess with her, okay? Even though the, the dad threw punches, she punched him back. She just didn't, she, 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 she was tough and she is tough. She just got her doctorate in nursing after being kicked out of school at 15. Now you tell me if dreams don't come true. You tell me if it doesn't matter where you come from, you can overcome, all right? So she looks at me after I told her this and she was fuming. She ran out of my, she stormed out of the room. She went to our kitchen where she opened up the fridge and all there was, was a red Folgers can and an aluminum Folgers can. And on it, she, she, or she dumped all the Folgers out and she took the plastic top and she put a slit in it with a knife and she took out a piece of paper and she wrote the future Miss Junior Kansas America, Christy Dupree. She taped it on there and she said, if you want to do this, we're going to go raise enough money for you to be in this pageant. Do you understand me? Every single day after school for 30 days in my little town of Wellington, Kansas, we knocked door after door. I had dogs humping my legs. I had, I had, I had water, you know, sprinklers going off. I had people slam the door on my face. I had a dollar dropped into the bucket. I had $20 given to me. But after, and I, I remember looking back and seeing my sisters pulling each other's hair out in the, in the blue station wagon while my mom was waiting there cheering me on. All right. That happened to me. I had to go knock on every single door, get as much rejection as possible. Because you know what happens? Rejection didn't shake me. Rejection didn't shake me because I knew. I knew that if I was willing to do what nobody else was willing to do, I was going to get where nobody else was willing to get to. Do you understand? And that's the same for you. You have to overcome the rejection. You have to get over it. You can't lead a team Locally, nationally, regionally, or globally, if you don't know what it's like to overcome rejection, you're going to have to go through different areas and different learning lessons in order to rise and to become the best human and leader that you're meant to become. We have to forget what's in the past. We can't carry what was in the past. How many of you are still carrying what happened to you yesterday or what happened last week or I, the past? I, I have... A problems at times that I'm very aware of and very vulnerable with that I still sometimes live in the past. I used to live in the future all the time and then a lot of trauma happened. And so then all of a sudden when you go through trauma or dark times or, or drama, we, 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 we're afraid. So we're protecting ourselves, aren't we? Oh, if I don't make the phone call, then, that, then, then maybe I won't get hurt. If I don't take the risk, then I won't get hurt. Or if I trust, oh, but what if I get hurt? See, we have to recognize if we're living in the past or if we're living in the future, there's a beautiful old Zen story about um, 
this, this, these two monks that, you know, wound up walking to this river and there was this beautiful woman who was, she was just standing there and, and she was asking, she asked the monks for help to get across the river. She was in this beautiful dress and she didn't, she couldn't get across on her own. So the older monk uh, picks up the woman, puts her on his back and carries her across. And a couple of hours later, um, the, the young monk looks to the older wise monk and, and says, you really shouldn't have done that, is, is what the young monk said to the, the wiser older monk. And the older wiser monk says, brother, I set her down on the other side of the river. Why are you still carrying her? Hmm. How many of us are still carrying the uh, shame of the past or where our businesses were or what we could have done or what somebody should have done? Or we're blaming something. We're blaming the economy. We're blaming our partner. We're blaming this. We're blaming that. We're blaming ourselves. Okay. We have to recognize that we're never going to push through and grow to the next stage and, and growth aspects of our life if we're still carrying the weight of the past. And if you're afraid of the future, you're not living in the present. And in the present moment is when we begin to attract abundance and prosperity into our lives. It's trusting in the divine, trusting in the plan, trusting in the universe. Some of you don't trust. You're afraid to trust because when you trust, you let your guard down and you know what? Sometimes things happen right? Your business might go backwards. Someone says, no, the team quits. All the stuff, right? We can blame it on everything, but we have to take personal responsibility. And it's okay to be where you're at now. It's okay. I'm not a big rah-rah girl. I'm passionate because this is where I'm at. I'm excited right now to be teaching you and sharing with you because I had to go through my stuff. Man, I have cried so many tears over the last few years. Literally, Rita Davenport used to say her tear ducts are attracted, her tear ducts are attached to her bladder. And I, I agree. I think that that happened to me at some point because I just I've been nonstop crying for a few for a few years, just releasing and healing and getting rid of stuff and, 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 and getting back to a better version of myself. So I'm not you know, I'm not going to show up here and pretend that I'm some super goddess who has it all figured out and it's all right. No, I'm not. I'm just trying to show up every day and be better than I was yesterday. And that's what I'm going to ask of you. I'm not asking you to do anything that's not realistic. I'm not asking you to do something that, you know, is, is out, that's compromising you in some way or compromising anyone you love. I'm asking you to release, release the fear, release the control, release all these things that no longer serve you. All right. We need to ask ourselves, are we being givers? Are we being takers? Are we giving? Are we serving? Are we going out there and sharing and sharing and sharing and sharing, not looking for returns on investments, right? Are we giving conditionally or unconditionally? Are we giving because we want or are we giving because it's who we are? We give because we love to give. We love the feeling. We don't care if we get anything back because absolutely, actually, as you know, or as you may not know, but I'm going to tell you, the laws of reciprocity state that whatever you give in true intention comes back to you. So you give with true intention and true intention comes back. And it comes in ways you could have never dreamed possible. It comes in ways that are so beautiful beyond your expectations. But you know what? You're like, oh, wow, that's so beautiful. I never would have expected that. I never would have guessed that that would have shown up for me in my life. Are you a taker? Are you just, at, you just, the company should do this. My upline should do this. My sideline should do this. My partner should do this. 
are you taking? Because if you are depleting your emotional bank account, and not only that, okay, not only that, but you are depleting the energy of the ones that are around you and the ones that love you deeply and dearly. Whatever you do to yourself, you're doing to the ones that you love. All right. And if you don't believe me, we're going to, I'm going to take you on a little journey here. Okay. Because some of you may or may not know, um, you know, uh, I do have my master's in metaphysics. I love energy. Um, It's just a fancy way to say that I love, I'm a, a nerd when it comes to learning about energy and the way things work. I love it. I love it. I love science. I love spirituality. I love everybody. Um, what I've struggled with, if you were just on my self-love course, is I struggle with loving myself. As much as I love everybody else, one of my biggest challenges has been self-love and loving me to the core that I am worthy of love. I am you know, worthy of the goodness to come in. And many times in my life, I would sabotage it. In this, in this process of our evolution and our growing, you know, we're going to have to face those challenges in our life. We're going to have to face them and, 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 and we're either going to take from it or we're going to give from it. And I would literally struggle with like, oh my God, I'm not worthy of this. In the beginning of my business, I was like, my paychecks were growing like 5,000 a month, 5,000 a month. And I was like, oh no, I'm not worthy of this. Oh no, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And I would somehow in some way sabotage it. How many of you love to sabotage when good things start happening? I get success. I get team members. I get things good happening. And boom, I'm, I'm waiting for something negative to happen because that's just what happens. So it's our belief around, where it's our belief that everything's supposed to be great and rainbows and unicorns all the time. No, 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 no. Because if you're a human in this life, experiencing life, you're going to have challenges. You're in earth school. Things are going to happen, but it's how you respond to it. It's how you respond to what happens to you that either makes it horrible or makes it a learning lesson. Okay. So we have to get over the fact that failure is bad. Failure is great. LeBron James, Meryl Streep, you know, Tiger Woods, you name it. These, these, masters at the, what they love did not become the masters of what they love because they didn't fail. They failed miserably. Okay. How many of you are so quick to quit? Now there's a difference. If you're putting in your energy and your time and something else is not giving back. If we're in a relationship with a partner, a romantic partner, and if one person's showing up and we don't show up, where do you think that relationship's going? Nowhere. We know where it's going, right? Same thing in business, guys. Same exact thing. So you've got to show up differently. You've got to recommit. You put a ring on it when you signed. You did. You put a ring on it. And sometimes it doesn't work out and that's okay. And that's okay. But you have to be honest with yourself. Do you really want it? Do you really want to be here? Do you really want to put in the work? Do you really want to grow yourself? Do you really want this? That's what I'm asking you right now. You put a ring on it, but you have a chance to get out of it too. If you don't want to put a ring on it and you don't want to get better here and have the freedom and the lifestyle and the growth and all the transformation that comes with this, then let's just be honest. Say to yourself, I don't want to show up. I don't. I just should not be in this relationship. I just don't. I don't. Right? If you don't, you can't fake your way. Faking never gets you anywhere. You have to be wholeheartedly in. Wholeheartedly in. Right? We have to trust. 
We have to trust that all of us are exactly where we are supposed to be getting the lessons we're supposed to get with the people that we're getting the lessons with. You've got to start breaking negative patterns, though. You've got to get out of those negative mindsets. You've got to stop the negative thinking, all right? Because I want you to understand the impact of your thoughts, the impact of your thoughts about your team, about your family, about your friends. If you're thinking to yourself, oh, my team, they just don't work. They don't get it. If they just show up half the way I show up, or if my partners would just support me, if they would just do this or do that or do this. You are instilling in them the same negative thing that they're doing because you're thinking negative. You're sending energy to them that's reinforcing negative things until you heal that and see that and say, I am so grateful. I love my team. I love each one of them where they are at and how they are growing and how they're becoming the very best that they can be in their timing, not in my timing. I love that my partner is going to see when he sees it, he's going to believe it. Or when he, she sees it, she's going to believe it. And I believe that they're going to see the mountaintop. They're afraid they can't see now because they have their own fears inside of them. I believe it. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? Stop feeding the negative energy in your in in your life in everywhere because the science is there all right your thoughts make an impact all right guys this has been an incredible time i'm proud of you for showing up i'm excited for what's to come i'm excited for uh, us com- coming together and and to grow together and to learn together and to be strong together all right together we can do absolutely anything we have the fire we have the power i love you all god bless you be safe be well spread positive energy spread your love and you know what soon enough we'll be flying together and we'll be really really, really appreciating all this hard work we put in together as a team. Love you guys so much. Love you all. Bye-bye.